What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never so give up. I'm not quitting. Every job occupation, A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them why and how they started their professor so that you could find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Sonia Maladecki. Now, Sonia is a Canadian-Ukrainian lawyer who spent more than 15 years working in human rights, international law, and community empowerment. Seven years ago, Sonia left a comfortable position at one of Canada's top law firms as a finance lawyer to co-found the Global Indigenous Development Trust. Now, Sonia's got a lot to share with us today. So, Sonia, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's go, Sonia. How you feeling today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Great, great, great. I'm very, very, very excited to have this conversation here with you today, Sonia. So uh, let's just go ahead and dive right into that first question. So, Sonia, let's really just even clarify what you do and also why you do it. So, yeah, let's why. Why did you choose the path that you're on right now? You know, that's a very good question. And, uh, and I was pondering that this morning, I was thinking about what is it that I what is my job description? And, and it's, uh, it's hard to tell, because once you start going down the path of your true passions and, and things you love to do, the universe just really opens up for you. And, and you start to do just so many different things. And, and it's really quite amazing. It's been a really exciting seven years of this journey. Um, so, you know, I, I am an entrepreneur, I am a humanitarian entrepreneur, I like to call it because I'm for the people and everything we do is to support the betterment of people. Um, and in my organization, I run a global not-for-profit um, as a lawyer. And so a lot of those skills still come together, right? Um, but ultimately, we work with Indigenous communities, um, communities that are marginalized around the world, and we bring in sustainable development models, work with people, empower people to empower themselves, right? Ultimately, my goal is to have everyone's true light shine, their inner genius come to light, and so that we can build a better reality for everybody from everybody's own creativity. So, you know, whatever that looks like, those are those are the kinds of things that we do at our, in our organization. So how I got there, <laughs> that was a, a very interesting journey. I had, you know, re- reflecting now, I had been on a, on a mission, I think. I had uh, been around the world. I had worked at the UN. I had worked at human rights organizations and NGOs and for governments around the world. And just nothing really made sense to me. I was like, what are we doing? Like all this money is being spent and are we solving anything? Like has anything been solved? Why are people still suffering? And why is the planet a disaster? And why is there so much inequality? And and what's going on? Like how have we spent so much money and not solved these basic challenges, right? And so I was like, okay, but the corporate world seems to like have all this money and power. So maybe they've got the answers. And I went to work for a corporate law firm and, you know, learned that game very well and uh, realized, this is not it. Like I was miserable and I was doing things that were, you know, contrary to my, to my heart and my passions. And, uh, and so I really, I was like, Oh man, I can't do this anymore. I can't be, you know, negotiating big deals that are perpetuating the problems that I am so adamantly trying to solve. And so I started really putting it out there to the universe saying, you know, help me find my way. Like, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing to solve these problems? And how can we create a better reality for everybody? 
Um, and then I met uh, Jerry, who's my business partner. He's a elder now. He's a former chief from a First Nations community in Canada. And, uh, and he shared his story of how they took their nation from abject poverty, high unemployment, high suicide rates, all those things, to 100% employment, thriving nation, you know, environmental awards for, you know, protecting their wildlife and, and just an amazing model that uplifted people and, and created, you know, harmony with life. I was like, wow, this actually exists. This is amazing. So um, I basically, we spent two weeks talking about whether we could build out these models and share them with communities around the world. And he loved the idea. We started putting together a board of really interesting people um, from across the country. And uh, two weeks later, I walked into my law firm and I quit my job <laughs> and we started <laughs> organization and a month later we were on a plane down to Peru <laughs> to the high Andes meeting with uh, communities and and starting on this path so it was pretty wild I have to say very 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 nice and again I loved every piece of that uh, that that first answer right there I mean uh, first off the magic of you know the, the universe opening up to you once you start being in line with who you are once you you get what you really want once you become who you really are, but you must be who you really are first. And like you, there is such a big magic to life once you become once you realize that you have enough, like you don't need anything outside of yourself. Everything that you need to have the life that you want is already within you. You just need to bring it forth. So I love that. And I also love your golden handcuff reference of that corporate world lifestyle and uh, thinking that you're going to change the world and uh, working for some big company. It never works like that, guys. Like, don't ever try to climb the corporate ladder trying to think you're going to uh, do anything uh, life changing. It's not going to happen. The golden handcuffs, that's why they call it. So um, now this next question here, I'm going to dive a little deeper until you know why you do what you do today. So what do you what are some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into who you became today? Well, growing up, uh, it's a great question. And uh, growing up Ukrainian, um, you know, I, I, I always took it for granted. Just my, you know, we all come from different nationalities and different cultures. And, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, I grew up with very strong, um, you know, grandparents who had very traditional uh, values and culture and, you know, the language and traditions and all that influenced our family, obviously. And I, I took it for granted, I think. I, I just expected, oh, you know, this is our background and this is where we come from. But uh, the more I started doing this work with communities around the world and building natural economies and things that make sense <laughs> um, for people and helping people to find their true way, I realized, wow, I'm really getting influenced by the values that I grew up with, which was you know, those intangibles, which was the values of humility and of community and of being of service and, you know, health and family and all those things that I grew up with, um, standing for what's right, you know, fighting for justice, for equality, for, for social rights and for human rights and all those things that uh, my grandparents had to endure really started to come through in what I was, was what I was fighting for, right? Um, and I think that we all have a little bit of that in us. Um, one of the biggest challenges we're facing now is that a lot of that, um, those traditional values of the elders are, um, you know, I'm working actually in West Africa <laughs> with some friends there. And a lot of those, it's the same thing. Those traditional elder values are, are being tossed to the side um, because we want to have new ideas and innovation as young people. And I think that that's really important to have that creativity. Uh, but there's something really deeply 
rooted and valuable in those traditions that um, we should also be looking to bring into what we do. That was one of the lessons I got from from what I've been doing. Very nice. Very nice. I love that answer right there. I love that answer right there. And uh, this next question. So what do you enjoy the most about what you do? It goes back to what you were talking about before. It's finding, it's helping people find that twinkle in their eyes of remembering who they are again. And I think we've all um, been sort of, you know, beat down by society, some more than others, and, you know, had challenges and marginalization and, you know, especially some of these communities we work with, the level of exploitation and marginalization is just so extreme that people forget who they are and stop believing that they can stand in who they truly are. Right. And it's um, being able to peel back those layers and just remember, help people remember who they are and that, yes, they can stand in themselves and be themselves and bring their light and their genius to the world. And, you know, when you get to that and you can see that in another person, it just like that to me is is everything. Very nice. Very nice. And of course, the back end of that question is what do you enjoy the least? <laughs> well, that that one I, I was struggling with because I actually I, I love all the things and the people we work with. I'm just feeling so blessed with everything that I that I get to do every day. Uh, but the most challenging part is having to turn not being able to help everybody, right? Not being able to work with everybody. I mean, you know, once you get into a passion and purpose driven life, you're just it's it's uplifting, like it's energizing. I used to come home from my corporate law job exhausted and feeling like, ugh, and I'd have to lie on the couch and watch TV and, you know, just so tired all the time. And now I'm like energized because I'm I'm just loving what I'm doing. And so I want to be able to share more of that with more people. Uh, But obviously, there's only so much, you know, anyone can do. And and um, and so you have to what I've realized, I used to try to do everything to everybody. And I realized that it's better to make significant impact with a handful of people doing it right, than trying to spread yourself thin helping everybody. And so um, while it is extremely challenging for me to have to (laughs) tell people not this year, maybe next year we can come and visit you guys and do some work, then um, that that is the worst part of my day (laughs) for sure. Okay. 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. And this next question right here is my absolute favorite. So do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? Now, when I saw this question, I was like, this is a great question. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of problems, first of all, with our current education system. I don't think it teaches people to think for themselves or to be sovereign individuals. And so that on its own is is my own challenge of the education system. Um, So I don't think grades mean anything from that context because it's not teaching us to think properly or critically. But I have to say that school did teach me at some level discipline. So one thing I think people don't don't think about is the fact that like anybody following their passion takes a great amount of discipline because not only do you have to work the deal, um, you have to be committed to the personal growth journey that it <laughs> it entails. Because I thought, oh, I'm just going to start this organization and do all this great work and it's going to be so much fun. And then, holy moly, like it pe- peeled back my layers. It challenged every aspect of myself. You know, it really starts to force you to stand up in what you're uncomfortable with. If you're going to make up make those challenging decisions well that you're gonna have to do it too and so it's been the discipline that I have learned over the years that has been the most helpful for me in being able to get up every day and have my routine and and move forward and persevere and get through some of those challenging personal growth experiences and moments 
So yeah, I don't think that grades are necessarily <laughs> um, what what make a difference, but it is but it is something about discipline and being able to to stick with something even if it's not always easy. Very, very, very nice. And this next question, I'm just gonna break it down a little bit for you. So what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what is your devotion? What are you devoted to? And I think you answered it a little bit when I asked you, you know, what you enjoy most. But let's just go ahead and retouch that. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I'm I'm really passionate about building a world or supporting people to shine in their true light so that we can all together build a world that is, you know, founded in, in the heart center in love, not fear in abundance, not scarcity, in in um, a place that we all want to live in <laughs> and be a part of, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I really loved what you said at the beginning about, you know, really shining your true light and, 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 and finding yourself and being confident to stand in that because I truly believe that, you know, all of us, just the way nature is intelligence. I mean, when you look at nature, it's so diverse. The more diverse an ecosystem, the more it thrives, right? Mm-hmm. And the more beautiful it is, right? And uh, and so I think that we all have a part to play in making a really healthy, thriving world that works for all people and and for the planet and all beings. And uh, and so I, I truly believe that it's it's all of us getting back to our heart center, our true selves, um, and that's ultimately the source of our superpower, right? Um, yeah. And and from there we can create a world that that we all want to actually be a part of and and that thrives and is and it works for everyone. So that's really that's my passion. That's what drives me. Um, you know, whether it is through working with the indigenous communities or working with youth, you know, working with with anybody ultimately, right? If if we can make people start to believe in themselves again, then I think that we're well on a road to building a better world. Very, very, very nice. And I love that. I love that ego. Because I mean, I feel like a lot of people uh, downplay uh, the rest of nature when it comes to like comparison to our lives, like we're not animals too, or like they, they don't have lives <laughs> as well. But Honestly, like ecosystems, if you look at any natural ecosystem and you you just look at it, you'll see that it's very similar to human lifestyle because of the reciprocating nature of uh, all all the species that live. Everything is giving and taking. Everything is working together in order to make the ecosystem work. And it's the same thing with human nature. Give and you shall receive. Like, I feel like a lot of people have they they want outcomes, you know, like they they want to become a baker so that they can eat cake. But they don't want to become a baker because they want to learn how to bake or they they love the process of baking. Uh, real bakers love the process of baking. They don't love eating cake. They just love the process of baking. That's what you guys have to fall in love. You guys have to fall in love with the process of giving your gift and then you will receive the back end of whatever uh, your work, you know, the, the fruits of your labor. Um, so, I, again, you got to put your foot forward. You got to have that uh, reciprocating nature, just like uh, the real world does. You have to in order to receive first, you must give. So I, I, I really love that answer right there, Sonia. Yeah, that's we- brilliant. Honestly, you hit it on the head. And, and I just think that's so brilliant. So I just want to I want to just touch on that because I, I just love what you said. And I, it really is. That is how we create abundance. Right. It is that process. It is that reciprocal nature. Everything in life is relationships and nature. And we can learn so much from nature. And we are a part of it. We mm-hmm. we can speak the language of nature, right? And the more the more we give, the more we received. Ultimately, that's that's the way the energy game works. That's right? the way the energy in life works, guys. It is really that simple. 
I can't even I can't even tell you how simple it is because honestly every every most people listening to this right now are honestly have a list of goals that is just like material stuff that or or like maybe a gain uh, or an outcome like they they just want an outcome they don't really want a you know a, a deep down desire a, a, a real empowering something something to give somebody they they want to take everybody wants to take nobody wants to give. So I, I really love that answer right there, Sonia. Um, but we are winding down to that last question. And again, you've been given great, great, great day. But if there's one, just one piece of advice that you could give to somebody out there listening right now that wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would that be? Well, I think that ultimately and in, in what really opened up the universe for me and in, in my path was to start to connect to myself. Um, and start to listening, start listening to your inner guidance. So even if it's, you know, two minutes, like when I first started trying to, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm working as corporate lawyer. It doesn't just, it doesn't, you know, sit well with me, but what, what is it that I want to do? I have no idea who I am or, or where I want to go or what career path I want to choose. I had no idea. And, uh, I just knew what I was doing was not right for me. And I ultimately started to just sit and, and I, in stillness, and I know it's the hardest thing to do, right? And for me, it was like two minutes was like, oh my gosh, this is impossible. Like, I can't even sit here for two minutes. My mind is going, I have things to do, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I started sitting, it started at two minutes, and then it was five minutes, and then it was seven minutes, and then it was seven and a half minutes, right? <laughs> and 10 mm-hmm. minutes. And, and now I sit for, you know, half an hour every morning. And it's amazing because ultimately it really connects you back to who you are. It creates the stillness in like, you know, someone called it once uh i was talking to a friend like this your your mind is like a noisy food court so mm-hmm. your, your your higher self is trying to give you guidance it's trying to be like hey this is your path this is what you should be doing this is what you love this is who you are and you're like oh it's so loud i can't hear anything i can't <laughs> hear what are you trying to say <laughs> right and so to me i i never really understood the idea of meditation and i know people struggle with it but you know for me it is just really finding some time to clear some space and sit with yourself so that you can build a relationship with yourself again, right? So that you can start to get to know yourself again, get to know what it is that makes you tick and who you are and what makes you thrive and happy. And and then trust me, that guidance just starts to flow because yeah. now, like once you get into the flow of working with yourself <laughs> and with the universe, it just like it's just magic, right? And yeah. and you get you get all these things presented to you and it just starts to just to flow so beautifully and life becomes a joy. Uh, but you know, you have, it starts from within yourself. It starts to, it starts from building a relationship with yourself again. Very, very. And, and, and again, that's, it's just that bring forth thing. And again, let me, uh, let me just go ahead and touch on, and let me give a quick lesson on meditation real quick for those people out there listening who've never meditated before. Meditation, honestly, first off, you need a balance in life. In in life, you need a balance with everything you do. You cannot overwork yourself. You have you cannot burn yourself out or else like you will crash and burn. Everybody has a conscious, everybody has a voice in their head. And you you have like at least a hundred I think the the stat was like uh a hundred thoughts per minute. Every every minute you have a hundred thoughts, a hundred different thoughts, because you're you're thinking about this and then that, then that. You gotta got something else to do, and then you got this to do, then that, then that, then that. So your mind is always going. And you never really have the time to quiet it down unless you sit there and really just stop and pause and think and really just flow. Let let everything flow. So what I do, what I personally do is I focus on my breathing when I meditate. So I, I sit down somewhere quiet and I just focus on breathing and I just try to concentrate on breathing only. That quiets down the, the your mind and uh, the way it thinks and it shuts it down and it, it makes you really appreciate life a, a lot more and it gives you a lot more clarity. 
it just opens a lot more doors. And the thing about life is that life will give you whispers. Life doesn't give you like big signs, like a big writing on the wall, so to speak. It gives you whispers, silent mm-hmm. little hints, silent little things that a, a little sign that will show you the your next step or your next move or your next your next hint, your next big move, something. And it will always give you that, but you will never know it unless or you'll overlook it if you don't have that balance of yourself and being quiet with yourself, not only working, but working, not working, not just working with yourself, but working on yourself. That's that's working on yourself, meditating, really, and concentrating and thinking about what your your next moves and whatnot. That's working on yourself. Most people are just working with themselves. They're just working themselves to the bone and burning themselves out. But you have to work on yourself as well in order to get to the your 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 highest level of purpose. So I really, really love that answer right there, Sonia. And if there is any type of, you know, um, maybe website, book, uh, something, social media that, you know, we can shout out so that we can leave in the link in the description below so that my audience can check you out. I'd really love to hear that. So please, if you could just shout that out for me real quick. Uh, well, thank you. I'm actually um, coming out with a with my first book on this after all these years of, of of talking about these things, and it's a real combination of all these experiences and lessons, and and even my own journey of getting to that because it, you know it was not all pretty, right? Mm-hmm. And so some of these lessons learned, and it's called a new human story, a co-creator's guide to living our true potential. And uh, it's a short book and it's very interactive with like links to great music and songs and and art and and creativity and and just challenging you to get out there and like take five minutes to walk barefoot on the earth and, you know, go stand next to a tree and meditate. Right. So it's 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 going to be a fun one. Um, It's coming out in December and uh, you can check it out on my website. It's sonyamolodecki.com. And it'll be on on your link, I guess, um, on your yes, site. Yes, yes, it will. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. And it will be in the description below, folks. Please go and check it out. Sonia has been an excellent, 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 excellent guest all interview long. She's given excellent answers all day. And I need everybody to go hit that link in the description to go check out that book. Because, again, that book is going to unlock all the secrets in order to achieve everything that you want to achieve in life, not only for yourself, but for others. So, uh, again, please check out the link in the description below. Sonia is giving out good stuff. Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your call. really hope that me and Sonia helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent.